Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. He's helped me to transform, to be transformed into the image of God, which is God's purpose for my life. I have the faith now to be able to stand through anything that I go through. I know that I'm going to come out victorious on the other side because of what I've learned through this ministry. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Friday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today is my last day to teach on how to hear God's voice. I've only spent two weeks on this. Often I'll spend three or four weeks on a series of this size, but I just... Anyway, I'm ending it today. There's a lot more that I could say, but I've covered a lot of really, really important things, and I promise you that hearing God's voice is a key to success, not only success in your individual life, but success in whatever God's called you to do. You just do not have the wisdom to be able to run your own life successfully. And I know that that is offensive to some people that you feel, oh man, I'm awesome. Well, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall, Proverbs 16, 18. And I tell you, this is the reason that most of us run into all of these problems is because we did it our way. We thought our wisdom was better than God and we just function independent of Him and we wind up uh, running into a wall, falling off a cliff. And then we come to God and ask His help. You need to hear God's voice. You need to come to this place that you just let God be the one that directs you and you are in constant communion with Him. And I've covered a lot of things in this series that are just real simple things. There's nothing that is really strange that I've been sharing, and yet it's profound. And most people don't hear the voice of God on a consistent basis. I can truthfully say that any good thing that's ever happened in my life, it's not because of my wisdom, it's not because of my great talents or abilities, it's because of God. Man, hearing the voice of God is awesome. And I'm not the greatest example, but I can guarantee if you knew where I came from, it is miraculous what God has done in my life and in my ministry. And it's far, far beyond my ability. It's because I hear the voice of God and I follow God and God has blessed me hand over fist. Same thing. He wants to do the same thing for you. Today, I want to share something with you. And again, I could spend multiple programs on this. I'm doing this quickly. And I've actually got other materials that will go into more detail on this than what I'm going to do today. But I want to talk about praying in tongues, and that being a key to you hearing the voice of God. Now, I know that there's people watching this program that don't have that gift of praying in tongues. If you'll call the number that we have on the screen, our, our helpline, those people will pray with you and you can receive this baptism. And I'm going to be explaining some things today that'll help you. There may be other people watching this that you've been taught that speaking in tongues is of the devil. I'm telling you, it's not of the devil. And one of the reasons that people have thought that is because there's so many Christians that think that speaking in tongues is only something you do one time when you first receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit just to kind of prove that you've got it. And they don't understand the practical application of speaking in tongues and what it accomplishes. And because of that, they just aren't a good witness for it. But if you do it properly, speaking in tongues has many, many benefits to you. I'm not going to be able to go into all of that, but I just want to relate speaking in tongues to hearing the voice of God. 
SO LET ME USE THIS VERSE OUT OF 1 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 14, AND IN VERSE 14, IT SAYS, FOR IF I PRAY IN AN UNKNOWN TONGUE, MY SPIRIT PRAYETH, BUT MY UNDERSTANDING IS UNFRUITFUL. SO THIS SAYS THAT WHEN YOU SPEAK IN TONGUES, IT'S YOUR SPIRIT PRAYING, NOT YOUR BRAIN, BUT IT'S YOUR SPIRIT THAT'S PRAYING. AND I'VE ALREADY SAID THESE THINGS. I WON'T GO TAKE TIME TO TURN OVER AND TEACH ON ALL OF THIS, BUT IT SAYS IN 1 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 2, VERSE 16, THAT WE HAVE THE MIND OF CHRIST. COLOSSIANS 3:10. PUT ON THE NEW MAN WHICH IS RENEWED IN KNOWLEDGE AFTER THE IMAGE OF HIM THAT CREATED HIM. 1 JOHN CHAPTER 2, VERSE 20. YOU HAVE AN UNCTION FROM THE HOLY ONE AND YOU KNOW ALL THINGS. 1 JOHN CHAPTER 2, VERSE 27 SAYS YOU DON'T NEED ANY MAN TO TEACH YOU, BUT THAT SAME ANOINTING WILL TEACH YOU ALL THINGS AND LEAD YOU INTO ALL TRUTH. AND SO YOU PUT ALL THESE THINGS TOGETHER. YOUR BORN-AGAIN SPIRIT HAS THE MIND OF CHRIST. IT HAS AN UNCTION. YOU KNOW EVERYTHING. YOU'RE RENEWED IN KNOWLEDGE. EVERYTHING YOU NEED TO KNOW IS IN YOUR SPIRIT. AND THIS VERSE SAYS THAT WHEN YOU PRAY IN AN UNKNOWN TONGUE, YOUR SPIRIT IS PRAYING. WHAT IS IT PRAYING? IT'S PRAYING THE HIDDEN WISDOM OF GOD IN A MYSTERY. OVER HERE IN 1 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 14, VERSE 2, IT SAYS, HE THAT SPEAKETH IN AN UNKNOWN TONGUE SPEAKETH NOT UNTO MAN, BUT UNTO GOD, FOR NO MAN UNDERSTANDETH HIM, HOWBEIT IN THE SPIRIT HE SPEAKS MYSTERIES. YOU AREN'T JUST SPEAKING GIBBERISH. YOU AREN'T JUST SAYING UNINTELLIGIBLE THINGS WHEN YOU SPEAK IN TONGUES. YOU ARE SPEAKING IN THE TONGUES OF ANGELS. 1 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 13, VERSE 1, THOUGH I SPEAK WITH THE TONGUE OF MEN AND OF ANGELS, ON THE DAY OF PENTECOST, THEY SPOKE IN KNOWN LANGUAGES JUST WITHOUT LEARNING IT. IT WAS SUPERNATURAL. THAT'S THE TONGUE OF MAN. BUT THEN THERE'S ALSO AN ANGELIC LANGUAGE WHERE NO MAN UNDERSTANDS IT. AND YET YOU'RE SPEAKING THE HIDDEN WISDOM OF GOD. IT'S YOUR SPIRIT PRAYING, THE PART OF YOU THAT KNOWS ALL THINGS. AND SO ALL YOU'VE GOT TO DO, IF YOU ARE PRAYING IN TONGUES AND IF YOU'RE SPEAKING FORTH THIS HIDDEN WISDOM OF GOD, THEN IT SAYS IN 1 CORINTHIANS 14, 13, WHEREFORE LET HIM THAT SPEAKETH IN AN UNKNOWN TONGUE PRAY THAT HE MAY INTERPRET. I'LL ADMIT THAT IN CONTEXT, THIS IS TELLING YOU HOW TO CONDUCT A CHURCH SERVICE, THAT IF YOU HAVE A MESSAGE IN TONGUES, YOU HAVE TO HAVE SOMEBODY GIVE AN INTERPRETATION OR THEY SHOULD STAY QUIET. AND SO THIS IS SAYING IN A CHURCH SERVICE, YOU NEED TO PRAY ALSO THAT YOU INTERPRET. BUT THIS ISN'T ONLY CONCERNING A CHURCH SERVICE BECAUSE PAUL SAID RIGHT HERE THAT HE SPOKE WITH TONGUES MORE THAN THEM ALL. AND HE SAID, BUT IN THE CHURCH, I'D RATHER SPEAK FIVE WORDS WITH MY UNDERSTANDING THAN 10,000 WORDS IN AN UNKNOWN TONGUE. SO HE, IN THE CHURCH, HE DIDN'T SPEAK MORE THAN ALL, BUT IN HIS PRIVATE uh, TIME WITH THE LORD, HE SPOKE IN TONGUES MORE THAN THEM ALL, MORE THAN THE ENTIRE CHURCH COMBINED. HE SPOKE IN TONGUES MORE THAN HUNDREDS OF PEOPLE ALL PUT TOGETHER. THIS IS THE GUY THAT JUST HAPPENED TO HAVE WRITTEN HALF OF THE BOOKS IN THE NEW TESTAMENT. THIS IS THE MAN THAT TURNED THE WORLD UPSIDE DOWN, AND HE SAYS, I SPEAK IN TONGUES MORE THAN YOU ALL, MORE THAN ALL OF YOU PUT TOGETHER. MAN, I TELL YOU, THERE'S SOMETHING POWERFUL ABOUT SPEAKING IN TONGUES. AND WHEN IT COMES TO HEARING THE VOICE OF GOD, WHEN YOU SPEAK IN TONGUES, YOU ARE SPEAKING FORTH FROM THE SPIRIT, THE PART OF YOU THAT HAS THE MIND OF CHRIST, THAT'S RENEWED IN KNOWLEDGE, THAT KNOWS ALL THINGS, YOU ARE PRAYING THE PERFECT WISDOM OF GOD IN A MYSTERY, AND ALL YOU GOT TO DO IS SAY, GOD, WHAT AM I SAYING? AND GOD WILL GIVE YOU AN INTERPRETATION. NOW, THIS NEEDS MORE THAN PROBABLY WHAT I'M GOING TO HAVE TIME TO GIVE TODAY, BUT LET ME JUST QUICKLY ILLUSTRATE THIS BY AN EXAMPLE. 
THAT WHEN THE LORD TOUCHED MY LIFE, JANUARY THE 31ST, 2002, THE SECOND MOST IMPORTANT ENCOUNTER I EVER HAD WITH THE LORD, HE TOLD ME I WAS LIMITING HIM BY MY SMALL THINKING. I HAD TO THINK BIGGER. AND WE WERE AT A GROWTH PROCESS WHERE WE HAD TO GET A NEW PLACE. OUR, our SCHOOL WAS JUST BEING uh, HELD BACK BECAUSE WE DIDN'T HAVE ANY ROOM, BUT JUST FOR A HUNDRED PEOPLE IN THIS ROOM THAT WE WERE MEETING IN. AND SO WE STARTED LOOKING AND I STARTED BELIEVING BIGGER. WE FOUND THIS PLACE. WE WENT FROM 14,600 SQUARE FEET IN OUR OFFICE BUILDING AND I FOUND A PLACE THAT WAS 110,000 SQUARE FEET. THAT WAS LIKE EIGHT OR NINE TIMES AS LARGE AS WHAT WE HAD. THAT'S A HUGE GROWTH AND IT WAS ALSO A HUGE, huge EXPENSE. BUT I DID THAT AND WHEN WE BOUGHT THE BUILDING, I BOUGHT IT FOR $3.2 MILLION AND I TOOK OUT A LOAN ON THAT AND SO I HAD $3.2 MILLION AGAINST THAT BUILDING AND THEN IT WAS GOING TO COST ME ANOTHER $3.2 MILLION TO RENOVATE IT AND MAKE IT SO THAT WE COULD HOLD SCHOOL IN THERE. IT HAD BEEN A WAREHOUSE THING BEFORE AND IT WAS JUST... WE HAD TO RENOVATE IT, REMODEL IT BEFORE WE COULD USE IT. AND SO WHEN I GOT THE LOAN FOR THE BUILDING, THEY ALSO APPROVED ME FOR A CONSTRUCTION LOAN. AND THEY SAID, YOU'LL HAVE YOUR CONSTRUCTION LOAN WITHIN A COUPLE OF WEEKS AFTER GETTING THE LOAN FOR THE BUILDING. WELL, WE GOT THE LOAN FOR THE BUILDING AND IT WENT ON FOR NINE MONTHS AND THEY KEPT TELLING ME, NEXT WEEK, NEXT WEEK. AND AFTER NINE MONTHS OF THEM JUST DELAYING US AND PUSHING OFF THIS CONSTRUCTION LOAN, THE the BANKER SAID, HE SAYS, YOU KNOW, IT'S BEEN OVER A YEAR NOW SINCE WE HAD AN APPRAISAL ON THIS BUILDING. THINGS ARE CHANGING. LET'S JUST GET A NEW APPRAISAL AND START THE WHOLE PROCESS OVER. <laughs> AND ALL I COULD THINK OF WAS ANOTHER NINE MONTHS AND WE WERE IN DIRE STRAITS. WE NEEDED THE ROOM. OUR BIBLE COLLEGE WAS GROWING. AND SO I JUST SAID NO. I SAID, LET ME PRAY ABOUT IT. I SHOULD HAVE PRAYED ABOUT IT FROM THE VERY BEGINNING, BUT THIS IS ONE OF THOSE TIMES THAT I JUST LEANED UNTO MY OWN UNDERSTANDING. I DID WHAT EVERYBODY ELSE DID. I FIGURED I'D JUST GO GET A LOAN AND uh, WE HAD A GOOD CASH FLOW AND EVERYTHING SHOULD WORK AND I JUST DIDN'T DEPEND UPON GOD. I DIDN'T LISTEN TO GOD. BUT WHEN THIS HAPPENED, I SAID, THERE'S NO WAY I'M GOING TO GO THROUGH THIS FOR ANOTHER NINE MONTHS. AND SO I SAID, LET ME PRAY ABOUT IT. AND SO I WENT HOME AND I STARTED PRAYING AND I KNEW THAT THERE WAS AN ANSWER. I KNEW THAT GOD HAD AN ANSWER. I JUST DIDN'T KNOW WHAT IT WAS. I NEEDED HIS WISDOM. I NEEDED HIM TO SPEAK TO ME. SO I WENT HOME AND I'VE GOT THIS TRAIL THAT I BUILT AND I ONLY WALKED ABOUT MAYBE A HUNDRED YARDS ON THIS TRAIL AND I STARTED PRAYING AND I WAS ASKING GOD FOR WISDOM AND I SPECIFICALLY TURNED TO THESE VERSES AND I SAID, FATHER, I'M GOING TO PRAY IN AN UNKNOWN TONGUE AND ACCORDING TO YOUR WORD, WHEN I PRAY IN TONGUES, IT'S MY SPIRIT THAT PRAYS AND MY SPIRIT IS THE PART THAT HAS THE MIND OF CHRIST. IT'S BEEN RENEWED IN KNOWLEDGE. I KNOW ALL THINGS. IN MY SPIRIT, MY SPIRIT MAN KNOWS EXACTLY HOW TO SOLVE THIS FINANCIAL PROBLEM THAT I'M IN AND SO I'M GOING TO PRAY IN THE SPIRIT AND THEN YOU SAID THAT IF I PRAY IN THE SPIRIT, ALSO LET ME PRAY FOR AN INTERPRETATION. AND SO I SAID, FATHER, I'M GOING TO PRAY IN TONGUES AND THEN I'M GOING TO ASK YOU TO INTERPRET THIS TO ME. SO I STARTED WALKING DOWN THIS TRAIL, PRAYING IN TONGUES, AND I MEAN WITHIN A HUNDRED YARDS OF ME WALKING, JUST A FEW MINUTES. I PRAYED AND ASKED FOR AN INTERPRETATION OF WHAT I WAS SAYING, AND ALL OF A SUDDEN, GOD BROUGHT BACK TO MY REMEMBRANCE A PROPHECY THAT I HAD GOTTEN TWO YEARS BEFORE. AND THIS PROPHECY SAID A LOT OF THINGS, BUT IT WAS TALKING ABOUT THE EXPANSION AND, and THE MAN WHO WAS MINISTERING THIS PROPHECY SAID, YOU AREN'T GOING TO NEED 
to take out a loan because you've got a bank. And when he said that, I remember thinking, what bank do I have? And he went on to say, your partners are your bank. They will finance anything that I tell you to do. And I had, there was other things in this prophecy that were more pertinent at that moment. And I listened to them and acted on them. And I honestly had forgotten about not taking out a loan. But this prophecy said, you don't have to take out a loan. Your partners are your bank. And I had just forgotten it. But when I started praying in tongues and asking God for an interpretation, immediately that came back to my remembrance. And I thought, God, is that the answer that I shouldn't be taking out alone? Is it you that has made this not work because you have something better for me than just going in debt? And I began to pray about it. And I, when I got back up to my house, I started thinking about it. Sometimes you shouldn't think about it. Sometimes you ought to just act on what you feel God has spoken to you. But this was a big deal because $3.2 million at that time, that was like a, an entire year's income for me to come up with $3.2 million. It was a huge amount of money proportional to where we are where we were at that time. And so I got to looking and how, how much money did we have? We had around $35,000, $40,000 and it had taken me three or four years to accumulate that much savings. At the rate we had been saving, I sat down and figured it out. I'd have been 120 years old before we would have come up with $3.2 million at the rate we had been saving at that time. So this was a big decision. And in the natural, it looked like the wrong decision. It looked like, man, it would never happen. It would literally kill the ministry if I made a commitment. And the scripture says, I believe it's Psalms chapter 15, that a godly man will swear to his own hurt and change not. If I said that I was not going to go in debt and that I was going to do this $3.2 million remodel debt-free, and if I said that's what I was going to do, I was going to have to stick to it. And if it didn't happen, it would kill the ministry. So it was a big decision. But see, this is how I came to that decision. I, I said, I believe my spirit man has the wisdom in it and I'm going to pray in tongues. That, may, that means my spirit man is praying and then I'm asking for an interpretation. And I mean, just immediately that prophecy came back. And so I prayed about it for a while. Finally, I went into my manager and I told him, I said, you know what? I believe God has spoken to me that we aren't supposed to take out a, a loan. We're supposed to do this debt free. And I said, if they come to me tomorrow and offer me all of the money that we've been asking for, I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to go that route. And sure enough, you know, the next day, we actually had one of the banks that we had put out a feeler to, and they came back and said, you don't need 3.2 million. You need 4 million to really get this done properly. And they approved me for $4 million the very next day. And I told them, too late. I said, I'm not taking out a loan. And did you know in 14 months from that day, we had that money, we had the building finished, and we moved in in 14 months. We received $3.2 million extra. And this was also at a time that I was increasing our television ministry and we put a, our monthly in, uh, expenses increased uh, dramatically and stuff. And it was just absolutely the Lord that made all this happen. And you know how that happened? It happened by me praying in tongues and asking for an interpretation. This is one of the ways 
THAT YOU HEAR THE VOICE OF GOD. IT'S NOT THE ONLY WAY. I'VE TALKED ABOUT HOW YOU HAVE TO HEAR THE WORD OF GOD. YOU LET THE PEACE OF GOD RULE IN YOUR HEART. YOU DELIGHT YOURSELF IN THE LORD AND HE PUTS HIS DESIRES IN YOUR HEART. AND THERE'S there's NUMBER OF WAYS, BUT ONE OF THE WAYS THAT YOU HEAR FROM GOD IS TO RECEIVE THIS BAPTISM OF THE HOLY SPIRIT WITH THE GIFT OF SPEAKING IN TONGUES AND THEN YOU PRAY IN TONGUES. AND WHEN YOU PRAY IN TONGUES, THE PART OF YOU THAT HAS THE MIND OF CHRIST IS PRAYING. YOU AREN'T PRAYING WITH YOUR BRAIN. YOU'RE PRAYING WITH YOUR SPIRIT AND YOU ARE PRAYING OUT THESE HIDDEN WISDOMS OF GOD AND ALL YOU GOT TO DO IS JUST GET YOUR UNDERSTANDING TO BECOME FRUITFUL. NOW HERE'S ANOTHER uh, PIECE OF INFORMATION THAT WILL HELP YOU TO INTERPRET THIS, THAT WHEN YOU'RE IN A CHURCH SERVICE AND IF YOU PRAY IN TONGUES, YOU HAVE TO STOP PRAYING IN TONGUES AND EITHER LET SOMEBODY ELSE OR YOURSELF PRAY IN ENGLISH. THAT'S SO THAT EVERYBODY ELSE CAN RECEIVE. BUT WHEN YOU'RE PRAYING IN TONGUES BY YOURSELF, YOU DON'T HAVE TO STOP PRAYING IN TONGUES AND THEN SPEAK FORTH AN INTERPRETATION IN ENGLISH. IT JUST SAYS HERE THAT IF YOU PRAY IN AN UNKNOWN TONGUE, YOUR SPIRIT PRAYS, BUT YOUR UNDERSTANDING IS UNFRUITFUL. ALL YOU NEED WHEN YOU'RE BY YOURSELF, AND THIS ISN'T IN A CHURCH SERVICE, ALL YOU NEED IS FOR YOUR UNDERSTANDING TO COME ALIVE AND FOR YOU TO UNDERSTAND WHAT YOU NEED. SO PERSONALLY, WHEN I'M PRAYING IN TONGUES PERSONALLY AND ASKING FOR WISDOM AND DIRECTION, I DON'T STOP AND THEN GIVE AN INTERPRETATION. I JUST PRAY IN TONGUES AND BELIEVE GOD THAT HE IS GOING TO GIVE ME WISDOM AND ALL OF A SUDDEN, my understand, I BEGIN TO UNDERSTAND THINGS. LIKE THIS EXAMPLE THAT I USED TODAY, I DIDN'T STOP PRAYING IN TONGUES AND THEN SPEAK FORTH SOMETHING IN ENGLISH. I JUST WAS PRAYING IN TONGUES, BELIEVING GOD WOULD GIVE ME WISDOM, AND THEN IMMEDIATELY HE BROUGHT BACK TO MY REMEMBRANCE A PROPHECY, AND I THOUGHT ON THAT PROPHECY, AND THEN I SPOKE TO HIM, I GOT, GOD, IS THIS WHAT YOU WANT ME TO DO? AND I JUST STARTED PRAYING OVER IT, AND I NEVER DID QUIT PRAYING IN TONGUES. I WAS PRAYING IN TONGUES, BUT WITH MY MIND, I WAS PRAYING IN ENGLISH AND LISTENING, AND MY UNDERSTANDING JUST BECAME FRUITFUL. SO THIS IS A PRACTICAL THING I'M TRYING TO SHARE WITH YOU, THAT IF YOU TAKE WHAT I'M SAYING HERE TODAY, AND IF YOU SAY, WELL, MAN, I WANT GOD TO SPEAK TO ME, AND SO YOU START SPEAKING IN TONGUES, YOU DON'T HAVE TO STOP AND HAVE A VERBAL INTERPRETATION OF THAT TONGUE. YOU JUST NEED TO ALL OF A SUDDEN BEGIN TO UNDERSTAND YOUR SITUATION, GET WISDOM, AND KNOW WHAT TO DO. YOU KNOW, THE LORD, THIS IS ANOTHER THING THAT I REALLY DON'T HAVE TIME TO GO INTO. I'LL JUST MENTION IT QUICKLY, BUT IN JOHN CHAPTER 16 AND VERSE 13, IT SAYS THAT THE HOLY SPIRIT, WHEN HE HAS COME, WILL SHOW YOU THINGS TO COME. AND THERE WAS A TIME THAT I READ THAT VERSE. THIS HAS BEEN BACK PROBABLY 25, 30 YEARS AGO. WELL, IT'S MORE THAN THAT. ANYWAY, IT'S OVER 30 YEARS, MAYBE 35 YEARS AGO. AND I JUST BEGIN TO START SAYING, FATHER, I DON'T THINK I'VE DRAWN ON THIS uh, MINISTRY OF THE HOLY SPIRIT THE WAY I SHOULD. AND SO I STARTED SEEKING. THIS GOES BACK TO THE VERY FIRST THING I TAUGHT, THAT IF YOU WANT TO HEAR GOD'S VOICE, YOU'VE GOT TO SEEK. IT DOESN'T JUST HAPPEN WITHOUT YOU SEEKING. YOU HAVE TO SEEK WITH ALL OF YOUR HEART BEFORE YOU FIND. AND SO it, FOR A COUPLE OF WEEKS, I JUST STARTED REALLY PRAYING AND SAYING, GOD, I BELIEVE YOU'RE GOING TO SHOW ME THINGS TO COME. AND THE VERY FIRST THING THAT HE SHOWED ME, THIS SEEMS MINOR TO SOME PEOPLE, BUT IF YOU CAN'T HEAR GOD'S VOICE IN A MINOR THING, YOU CAN'T HEAR HIM IN A GREATER THING. AND SO THE VERY FIRST THING THAT HE SPOKE TO ME, I JUST HEARD THE LORD SAY THAT YOU'RE GOING TO LOSE THE PASTURE THAT YOU KEEP YOUR HORSES ON. AND THERE WAS NO REASON FOR ME TO THINK THAT. THERE WAS A FRIEND OF MINE AT CHURCH THAT HAD ABOUT SEVEN OR EIGHT OR TEN ACRES, AND HE LET ME KEEP MY HORSES ON THERE, AND I FENCED IT FOR HIM, 
And he just loved it. He says, I don't have to mow the grass. They're eating all the grass down. And he loved it. And there was never one indication from this man that he didn't want me to have those horses there. And yet I felt like God told me I was going to lose that pasture. And so based on that, I'd been praying for this and I just said, Father, I believe this is you. What do I do with it? And that very day, a man came to shoe my horses and as we were talking, he just said, you know, if you ever need another pasture for your horses, my father has a place and he'd be glad to let you keep your horses out there. And since I felt like the Lord had already told me that was going to happen, I made arrangements and I was going to move those horses on the coming Tuesday. When I went to church on Sunday, the man who owned the pasture I was keeping my horses at, he just came up and I mean with no warning to me whatsoever. He came up and he says, I can't stand it any longer. You got to have those horses off of that property on Tuesday. <laughs> and I told him, I said, I've already arranged it. They'll be gone Tuesday. And see, that was a small thing. And yet, big thing. There was no way in the natural for me to know that. And so I made that decision. And did you know that that emboldened me to say, God, what else are you going to show me? And the Lord showed me some things about expanding our ministry. Did you know at that exact same time, that example I just gave you led me to praying about God, what else? And the Lord showed me that he was going to give us our own house. We had been living in rental houses. And so I went out and bought a piece of property and I didn't have enough money to put a real house on it. I was going to put a mobile home on it. And a man came to me and he says, you don't want a mobile home. And I said, but that's what I can afford. He said, I'll build you a house. And for $60,000 plus $3,000 for his fee of doing it, he built me a house that was probably worth $120,000 at the time. And that's where I still live today, 32 years later, I think it is. And... Um, I mean, hearing God's voice and believing that the Holy Spirit will show you things to come led me into making these decisions that changed my, my pasture for my horses, changed my individual life on our house. It changed our ministry. It affected other people. And it was just like a cascade effect. I'm telling you, God has so much more. You don't have to live your life as just a mere human being. You aren't just natural. If you've been born again, you've got Almighty God living on the inside of you and you should expect to hear the voice of God. Maybe not an audible voice because He desires faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. But He will speak to you in that still, small voice. He will lead you through the desires of your heart, through the peace of God coming to you. He will speak to you through the Word of God. The Holy Spirit will show you things to come. And I tell you, we have just been living way below our privileges. And one of the keys, one of the biggest keys to seeing the real power of God manifest in your life is learning how to hear His voice. And that's what this series is all about. Remember that today is going to be my last day to offer this over television. I've got this CD set and, and DVDs. And I promise you, this goes into a lot more detail than what I did. I rushed through this somewhat uh, in this series, and I promise you this would be a blessing to you. So listen as our announcer gives you more information about how to get the either the CDs or the DVDs. And remember that today is our last day to advertise this over our television program. So listen to our announcer, and then please call or write today. 
Andrew's complete teaching, How to Hear God's Voice, is available as a CD or DVD album for a gift of any amount when you contact us. This entire series is also available for audio download absolutely free from our website. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these products. The individual topic highlighted on today's broadcast is available as an audio CD for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. This is the last day we'll be offering this teaching, so be sure to respond today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. Or you can call our helpline at 719-635-1111. Our helpline is open Monday through Friday, 24 hours a day, and Saturday and Sunday from 7.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. Mountain Time. You know, the Lord has given me a huge vision and we've been blessed up to this point, but I've still got so much that God's leading me to do. I'm believing God for 10,000 new partners. We've already got over $120 million worth of buildings in just the last nine years, but I've got at least $100 million worth, maybe $200 million worth of buildings still in my heart for our students, for an activity center. We've got a new student housing that we've got a preliminary drawing of that is showing you a little idea of what it would look like. This one would house about 120 people. Our others are gonna be smaller with maybe somewhere around 40 people per dorm, but we need this student housing and we need people to become partners. I'm believing for 10,000 new partners. I would ask you to pray about it, and if the Lord says so, join with us and help us change people's lives through Karis Bible College. God has provided healing in His atonement just as much as He provided forgiveness of sins. There's something about pressing against something and believing that it's possible before we see it in the natural. Grace enables us to do what only Jesus can do. It's the enabling presence, the enabling power of God. I want to share with you about Keras Distance Education. This is what we call our online platform or our correspondence courses where you get the material sent to you. But you don't have to come to a physical location. You can receive the teaching through these platforms and then you can send in your test. You actually have interaction and stuff, but you don't have to leave and go to a physical location. And for some of you, this is your answer to how you could receive the teaching from Keras without having to pick up and move to one of these locations. You can get more information by contacting us 
but we encourage you to become a part of Caris Bible College through our distance education. Have you checked out the inside story yet? It's a great way for you to get an inside look of what is happening at Andrew Womack Ministries. With years of interviews, there's a lot to get excited about. Check out this month's featured story today, only at awmi.net. Meet the Joneses. They made a commitment to get up early every morning and watch the gospel truth with Andrew Womack on TV. Only problem is, as much as they love Andrew, mornings do not love the Joneses. They wish there was some way they could simply watch Andrew on TV whenever they want it. With Roku plugged to your TV, you can watch Andrew on demand whenever you want.